Ornithologically Correct is currently unsponsored, but is made possible by Orioles fans and baseball fans just like you. And, you know, me for finally deciding to do this, but mostly, mostly you. Definitely you. Enjoy the show. Guys, I didn't even want to bother with the intro this week. No music. We just got to get straight to content. Welcome to a live edition of Ornithologically Correct with Josh Lynn. I am your host, Josh Lynn. It is currently 10 o'clock p.m. on the East Coast, burning that late night oil. Late night oil, but you know I had to do it. I uh, I took a nap this morning, or this afternoon rather. Quick little two-hour nap ski, and I wake up and my Twitter feed is a mess. It is popping off in every which way. And I see a little nugget of information that our very own Baltimore Orioles have been sold. John Angelos is leaving our lives. A rich billionaire sugar daddy is coming to save us. I uh, I can't. I, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, I know I just had to come live just to get my initial reaction down into some productive format because my head is just racing with excitement. Uh, I was legitimately doing the uh, the Squidward saxophone dance in my kitchen. Uh, yeah, this is this is incredible. Um, you, you know, we heard rumors of this last month when the lease negotiations were going on. It was kind of put on the back burner seemed like something that would not happen in the, in the near future. But lo and behold, David Rubenstein wanted a baseball team, and now he has one. So the Angelos family, it appears, is agreeing to sell the Orioles at a valuation of over $1.7 billion, which is a tenfold uh, gain from the, what they initially bought the team at, a little around $175 million. So nice little payday for the Angelos family as if as if they needed it but uh just goes to show you how just the the value of of sports franchises is just going is going through the roof um to see 1.7 billion attached to a team like the Orioles even though we have our own regional sports network is is pretty crazy um especially considering you look at like the Marlins sold for 1.2 back in I believe that was 2017 so uh, an additional 500 million for this purchase, just crazy numbers being thrown around. But uh, and then initially, it looks like so Rubenstein's going to be taking a 40% stake initially, and then the additional stake will come pretty much after Peter Angelos dies. Uh, there's no no real um, tactful way to put that. I think it's. It's kind of funny in a morbid way that that part of a billion dollar transaction is contingent on on human life, um, but that's that's tax code, baby, and that's a, a bracket above my pay grade. But just so much initially going through my head. So first, obviously, how does this impact the on field product? Um, and and again, it's it's hard to tell because David Rubenstein's never owned a sports franchise before. We really don't know. Uh, could it be just another asset he's trying to get a good return on, get good 
profits on or is this uh kind of a, a play thing for him or is this a passion project that he wants to to sink some some money into and without much regard for the bottom line so that remains to be seen but i just i can't imagine this being anything but a good thing when you look at how much money they're they're putting into the club how much money these owners are worth and just the general disposition of, of john angelos and his obvious reluctance to spend anything beyond the minimum now i guess now you could retroactively look at that and say that he was trying to keep the books clean for for an, a potential sale and boy has he ever um i just posted this on twitter within the last hour but the Orioles only have $7.2 million committed to 2025 payroll right now. Now that doesn't count uh, the arbitration guys who are obviously going to get raises. Uh, there is the player option for Craig Kimbrell, which theoretically they could pick up, but I would be very surprised if they did, unless there's some sort of setback with Batista, uh, knock on wood. So yeah, $7.2 million. They have about as blank of a blank slate as, as you could have when taking over an existing professional sports franchise. So they're going to have any and all resources they want to put in available to them, uh, you know, that they, they will be able to commit. Um, and then obviously you look at like Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, are they going to get extended now? Um, I think that becomes increasingly more likely. Now you have the, the Boris factor with Gunnar Henderson, but, it wouldn't surprise me at all if if a Rushman extension was kind of used as a like a splash move. I generally, when a new owner comes in, they kind of like to to set the tone and make a big statement move. So could you think of any more uh, popular a move than offering an extension to the new face of the franchise that's already getting kids named after him? So from that standpoint, exciting will it change our philosophy in the free agent market again remains to be seen but you would think that there would be more resources available the the fact that you know since elias has been here he has yet to offer a multi sign a player to a multi-year contract got to think that i mean that's got to change uh, this this team needs support and you would think that this new influx of cash will give that to him so it uh do i now i don't think we'll be players for like the equivalent of a yamamoto or otani obviously because at this while the orioles are spending way below their means in my opinion now they still there is a ceiling that is not that of la new york boston so I don't know if we'll suddenly just go in and splash a bunch of cash around full YOLO, but I think if there's like a, a nine-figure expenditure that could be made to supplement the the current roster and the current core, I I don't see why that would be an issue now. So it's just, and I I apologize if I feel like I'm rambling, but I it I just cannot even begin to to quantify my excitement. Um, we have a dude that just bought the Magna Carta willy nilly owning the Orioles now. Like that's just, I, I can't, I can't believe it. Um, 
is this is just wild. And uh, another big part of the the deal is that Masson is included. So ostensibly with that would come a, a resolution with the Nationals. So both teams can move on amicably and this doesn't have to be tied up in litigation any longer. Um, I would imagine that helped boost that sale price up quite a bit and is part of the reason why it was half a billion more than the Marlins sale back in 2017. And it was often speculated, you know, would, would Angelos keep Masson around just to keep a revenue stream for himself? But I, it was hard to imagine a sale coming without it because of how, how crucial broadcast revenue is now. Um, basically the main driving force of of revenue for not just baseball but most major american sports so that that was a bit of a pipe dream but it's just nice to and i you know and this goes to everything else about the deal it's just nice to have this this settled and uh just the as exciting as this this orioles run has started off and appears to be you know, as fun as this appears that it will be, the the looming cloud of John Angelos was really, uh, you know, it it was it was there. Um, it was it was a very real thing. Just the, you know, it's dope to see Gunnar Henderson, you know, go oppo and hit a bunch of balls 110 miles an hour, but also the kind of thought in the back of your mind, well he's gone in five years. Rutschman's gone in five years. All these guys are gone in five years we have. And then, you know, couple that with a, a manager saying that he wants to run things like the Rays, and saying how, if they were to make any player acquisitions or extensions that they would have to run losses, uh, doesn't exactly instill a lot of hope. So just to have that looming cloud gone for now and, I know Ken Rosenthal said this in his piece. A lot of this hope came when Angelos bought the team initially. So, and, you know, Rubenstein could end up being just another frugal billionaire who doesn't spend what it takes to win. But right now, just the the hope combined with John Angelos not being in the picture, uh, at least as a as a control person, is is such a relief. And I think... Orioles fans will now be able to to un- enjoy this this entire stretch of competitive baseball completely unbridled without any stress, knowing that that Angelos is gone. I, I just think it it it, it was due. I, I think I think both Baltimore and the Angeloses are kind of they need a break from each other right now. Um, I, I just I didn't see any any sort of permutation in which that trust or relationship gets repaired, even with the lease and even with this newfound success the team has had. So it's just nice for the fan base to get a, get a fresh start. Um, We were in a, in a toxic relationship for a while and it's nice to find someone on the other side that we think is going to treat us right. And uh, you know, take us out for drinks and surprises and stuff. Uh, So hopefully we will be wined and dined. But uh, until then, just wanted to keep this short and sweet, but I uh, just wanted to hop on and celebrate with y'all. So excited. Uh, curious to see what this means in the future. I don't know if it'll make much of an impact on 
on this offseason. Um, still hoping the Orioles make a few more acquisitions this offseason. Um, a little worried about the implications of the offseason if Dylan Cease isn't, isn't acquired. I'm not sure there's any real other logical options out there, maybe Lazardo, but um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of questions still unanswered about this offseason going into 2024. But man, fuck that. We got a new owner. The Angeloses are gone. And it's time to celebrate. So I just wanted to hop in with y'all and celebrate and kind of go over my initial reactions, what I think this means for the club. But uh if you have any other things you want to talk about Orioles related, don't be afraid to hit me up at JJLINNJJ on Twitter. Also, the show's Twitter, the underscore OC underscore podcast. Would love to do a mailbag episode at some point. So if you all have any questions you'd like answered, please feel free to hit me up on either of those two accounts. And uh, that's that. Yeah, that's all I got for today. I, I'm too scatterbrained right now to do anything else articulate. Uh, Everybody go pop your bottles, celebrate, blast that music. We got a new owner. It's a good day in Birdland, baby. So I'm going to go finish celebrating, a.k.a. going to bed and getting ready for work tomorrow. But until next time, I've been Josh Lynn. This has been Ornithologically Correct. Have a good one, y'all.